No, get up by no flip phone. I'll call you and you call me and that's it. And I ain't no telephone level. I'll tell the phone you probably. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Both Sides with DJ and Honey Podcast. This has been a nice long journey. Yeah. Definitely. Um, first and foremost, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's another week, another weekend, another hour and some change with your favorite couple by now. We don't even mean to meet things like an hour. Like the said time was supposed to be an hour, but everything just goes over. It is what it is. What I mean, it is what it is. You get great content, so you listen. That's it. Um, nice, nice show plan for you guys. Yes. Um, we had an exciting, exciting Women's um, History Month. Yes, we did. We had a good, influential part. A bunch of great women and great... Um, Examples, great educators, great business women, entrepreneurs on the show this week. All different aspects of um, life. There you go. So this episode, we're going to end off Women's Month with another woman. Yes. Of course. Yes. This episode, um, later down the episode, we'll have Jerrica Carter joining us. Miss Fit Fitness herself. Um, come to share some tips, um, some inspirational stories. Um, basically how to get your diet right, all the get your mind, mind right. and spiritual things you need to get your body growing. Why don't you wake up? I'm up. I'm in out. I'm up. Oh my God. You guys, like this has been a long, I guess three episodes, three weeks. Yes, um, it has. It really is. If you guys haven't been following, Rahani has been sick the last two episodes and in between um, last episode and now, Honey was um, diagnosed with pneumonia. Now, I know it sounds serious because it is. But it's, it's different. definitely the season. But she caught it right at the very beginning before anything got serious. So, yeah. kudos to being aware and running to the ER. And a good support team. I mean, between you and my mom. I think I would have not went to the emergency room. I would have probably you know just coughed it out until I met my other doctor. Sitting here watching you smile, I'm like, when I went to the hospital and I seen like sick, well, I, when I met you at the hospital, I seen like sick people around and I'm just like, you know, maybe this is the wrong hospital for her because I think this girl is cuckoo. Seriously, well, I'm like, because I'm sitting the block. Yeah, Bellevue oh, was that block. So and on top of that, I'm sitting here with you. And it's just like, oh man, this girl is just cuckoo. I'm not cuckoo, corky. You're Maybe just... corky a little, but I'm not cuckoo. You're Everybody has a cuckoo side to them. What about your cuckooness? I'm cuckoo in a in a cuckoo sexy way or something like what? you cuckoo like bounce off the walls, gotta lock you in a cage type of cuckoo. I'm just an energetic person, so it just happens and it bounces off of people, and that's the way we do things. Okay. Well, people be safe. Yeah. Um, cover up. I know the temperature and the weather is changing off and on these days with this um, New York City spring weather that we get, which is really late winter. Um, so you guys bundle up. Make sure that um, everything is covered 
Yeah. Neck, head, especially head, because this one right here. It's hats. I have. I always have my neck covered. I do. Rarely wears hats. And she thinks her dress. No, it's not that. For some reason, I lost my hat. I can't find it. Just like my gloves. I lost my set of gloves. And I you lost those shit. gloves. Every like year I buy it. Twenty eighteen size no, 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 winter. No. Did I? Yes, that really? was like four months ago. Mm. Well, I think, ladies and gentlemen, people should be wary of certain symptoms. Everybody may presume like certain things that you may be going through. All right, doctor. Well, I'm just saying, always be wary and always make sure you do a double, sometimes a triple check. Honey's been having a hard week. You can hear it in the tone of her voice. What? Um, Honey's cat, Sonny, is in the... Oh, well, you know, it just feels like everything is just happening. Yeah, you could. If she's not herself, here I am again, carrying the team, honey. I'm good. Um, so Sunny, we're just sending a little prayer up for him on the podcast. Yeah. That's a little personal note for us. Yeah. Honey's cat. Yeah. Who is um suffering from some kidney problems? Jumping into the show, just. Can you just hold one minute? We have one thing I have to because I was so adamant about you knowing this and I was wrong. So last episode we saw my um crazy rich agents and I kept on saying to you, No, you know who who Charlie Wu is, you know Charlie Wu is like, I don't know no Charlie Wu. I don't know Charlie And the whole thing was the character's name was Charlie Wu, but the man's name was Jung. Ken Jung. I don't know who that is either. Um, what? Jesse Smollett. Did I just go through that whole episode for you? Charges just... has been dropped. <gasps> this last week that just passed. Um, yeah. If you guys haven't been following us, we've been following the story, going back and forth or whatever the media's been delivering us. But um, right now, he is free. He is free. Charges times. are dropped. But in, in return of that, he actually did community service. And he forfeited his $10,000 bond. Yep, I saw that. that. Um, what you think? Like, there's no truth to this? We'll ever know the truth? I think there was. You know, one thing I do notice when it comes to certain situations, especially like the average crime you would have on a typical a typical um, American, I, I should say, well, I guess a blue, blue or white collar worker as opposed to somebody working in Hollywood, everything gets a little... the judicial system is different yeah i think he was he did what happened but because you know he it's such a high profile, profile case, how those high profile it, cases it, normally get that special attention yeah that, so i think that, that drop issue. that uh, explain you know no non-explanational right right you know drop of a case i saw some memes today which i had my mom actually sent me um with r kelly he had his his, his glasses down like this Asking, I and he was saying, I heard they dropping cases in Chicago. So um, I thought that was funny. That is no, I mean, of course we wouldn't want nothing like that to happen. No, but um, you know, hopefully Jesse will get his ish together, and hopefully, um, I mean, move on and grow. But what does that say as him as a character? Because we'll never know what his real character is now because we don't know the truth. We can only suspect. That just because it was a high-profile case, it got dropped. Not only and then, that. And then, on that, and then we continue to keep the opinions we had before. Or you can assume that they were dropped because they were, um, you know, it wasn't really a, a hoax or anything like that. Right. And then another thing is, if some people love to read the releases of the transcripts, it's not going to happen. It's been a sponge. You're never going to see it. Never. Gonna never. See it. So and that's some... That. 
he has some good lawyers. To have that happen within uh, a couple of days to have something already done, it's amazing. We got a bunch of things planned. It's a nice long show. We're going to jump right into sports now. Yeah. Um, a bunch of things happened in sports this week. A bunch of people retired. Time. What do you think it is? Like, what do you think is the most satisfying and glorying, glorifying thing for an athlete to say, yes, I can retire on this note? Is it like... Stability, health, happiness, well. You sound like a Care Bear. Um, I'm <laughs> talking weird. about. I'm talking about like. Um, is it, money is good, but I'm talking about like career stats, championships. Yeah. Well, I mean all of that stuff. Yeah, I said I just did. You did the translation. Yeah, I did. But I'm talking about like where in a point an athlete can feel like I've accomplished. What do you? What do you? I was sometimes I was. In the way I would say the top of your game where you won certain accolades and you you like personal or team stats. It could be both, but some people I feel like if it's team stats, it becomes like I need to have my personal at least one personal stamp. I could say, okay, I'm good at retiring. I feel like with a lot of sports, you don't get to really def. You really don't get a you. It's hard to choose your destiny and what sport. Right. And, and, and what team you're going to play for, what organization, what luck and injuries and all of that and timing mm-hmm. and all of that will come into you achieving all of those things. So for me, if I was an athlete, I would hope that my personal accolades can help rise up my team to win more team achievements or, you know, championships and stuff like that. But because if I am, if it's just the team thing, I could be the 15 guy on a on a on a basketball you bench, can. and nobody will ever remember me. Nobody would ever. I'll be a champion. They'll invite me, you know, to the the ceremonies and stuff like but that. But nobody's gonna remember fame. me. Right. Nobody's gonna remember me. So hopefully, you be uh, you are the person. Your your personal accolades help rise a team to those team achievements. Mm-hmm. But I think if I was like football player and I broke all like. Paying paid man and type records and all that. I'm done. I don't need if I never won a Super Bowl, I'm fine with that. Because they treat Dan Marino like he's God. He never won a Super Bowl. I think it was a struggle. I think it was the hard the sportsmanship he gave to the sport. I think over sometimes you weigh out the options of what, what, what they was capable of doing and giving in the same moment. I mean he had a chance to win a Super Bowl and stuff, but, but he, didn't. he didn't. But you not know? all of them are able to win not everyone's able to win all different types of championships depending on the sport that they play I think it just depends on men, your mental state of mind because sometimes you can be great at all you do and never win anything never get this recognized for anything right. but you have they give you all the money that you deserve but you just don't it's not like you don't you mount up to pay, anything you get paid for personal yeah athlete, you, you just know? You, like I said you could be the 15 guy on that bench and your salary could be the lowest right. and it won't matter you know what I'm saying like there you go. So, shout out to all the retirees. Um, There's a few. Rob Gronkowski of the New England Patriots. And I want to get into Rob Gronkowski's career in general as a tight end. But not this episode. We got a lot to get into sometime down the line. Well, Maybe I can bring somebody in on it. I hope to see him in the movies. I think he would be a good actor for some reason. He I has don't. that. I think Rob but he is, has that. Rob is cheesy. Rob reminds me of that dude. Remember we met in... Um, AC that one time 
and and he, that loud dude. Yeah, he was loud. He had barbecue sauce over here. But that reminds me. He reminds me like it's just. I don't know, like, He's like frat boy status. Yeah, he reminds yeah, me yeah, that. That's yeah, why yeah. I was like, he could be in those type. But of I seen some cool frat boys, and I just didn't. You know, I like his game on the field. Let me. But that personality that everybody loves and you stuff know. like that's why I want to get into that down the line. Like... We'll talk about that, hold that subject. We're going to get through these topics today real quickly. Ichiro Hizuki, Suzuki. That's awesome. Is he, honestly, I'm not on baseball like that, but is he one of the um, longest? Longest he has to be on the 28, 20 years. years. Played as long as my life almost. I don't think I could do baseball that long. Yeah, so shout out to um, Ichiro. He was actually a Yankee for three years. And years. is he one of the oldest athletes to retire? He got to be. Because he's 45. Uh, not the oldest, but definitely close. Within range. Yeah. Okay. Um, played long time MLB and um, baseball in Japan. Shout out to him. Seven time All-Star. Ichiro Suzuki. Another one. Jordy Nelson. Retired. That took me by shock. I didn't say um, that. He is second all-time in Green Bay. Touchdown passes caught. Um, what is it? He became a free agent and then he retired? Or did he just... He, he was a free agent, signed to Oakland last year. Played one year in Oakland or was it two? I can't remember. But I think he played a year in Oakland and then retired this year after they cut him. They released him and then cut him. And then he retired. So that's Jordy Nelson. He was. I think Jordy Nelson is one of the baddest white white wide receivers I've ever seen. And I don't know if it was Aaron Rodgers looking, making him look good, but he was definitely one of the baddest white wide receivers I've ever seen. I'm saying, who else can you, you think of? Like, everybody think of like guys like Wes Welker and all the short guys that's playing slot. Like, he didn't play slot all the time. Like, he played dominant receiver all the time. He was definitely, shout out to Jordy Nelson. I liked watching him play. I had him on my fantasy he, football team a couple of years, too. Adam once, yeah, yeah you did have him. You picked him that year. He got um, yo, funny oh story. Oh my gosh, so, here we go. <sighs> honey wants to play fantasy football, so I invite Honey into a fantasy football league with me and the boys. So Honey, she and you'll learn as you get to know us more. Honey is a big talker. She's all mouth. Like as you can see her. Making little kitty side faces inside, you know, yeah. She just talks. She talks trash about stuff she don't even know. I swear. She'll talk trash about trash. And that's trash. So, she comes and talks all of this. I can draft. I know how to do the football. This, this. So, I put her in the, let her get in on the league. It's a money league. Nice pot for NFL fantasy football. Honey goes and and with draft time, she's texting me the whole time asking me who to draft. So I'm like, oh man, this girl done BS her way all the way to the big boy league. Here we go. Honey drafts Jordy Nelson right after That's Jordy Nelson got an ACL tour yeah, or something like that. Yeah. But everybody clowned her, but clowned me more for bringing her into the group. You know what, really? Not, I don't. I, Look, if you don't know what you're doing, don't front. It's you not can't be that. mad and about anything. And most of my players were from the Redskins. That made it even worse. That means that, you, you, you know guys how really you... clowned on me because of that. Because why would she pick all most of them? Of course, you. Was, I'm you dedicated. Walk it like you talk it. You know what I'm saying? You got to do those things for the. You know, I try to show you, and this is this is where Honey is wrong because I really try to show and walk Honey through things, but Honey really puts her foot in her mouth literally every time, every time. Well, this. Oh, no, last year? 
We did mock trials and stuff. We did that this year. She really did good drafting this year. But that's because she's on my training program. She's been training with D. I'm, I'm, I'm actually a champion this year in my NFL football league. But, you know, that's neither here or there. Um, <laughs> shout out to Chris Bosh. I'll save the other loser for last because he's a okay. loser. Chris Bosh of the Miami Heat. Everybody know that he retired due to blood clots. And um, they yeah, retired his jersey in Miami this week, which was a nice sight. You got to see him get hyped yeah. again like he normally got hyped. Yeah, I just kinda. responded, raw. If I say raw, you respond. That was really cool. No, I, think I thought was so, awesome. too. It was. It kind of reminded me of those that, that, that era in time where Chris Bosh was on nothing but memes on yeah. Instagram. I was like, oh, he's back just for that one second. Chris Bosh was definitely... Um, a good player. Yeah, Nobody realized how much dirty work he did in Miami to help LeBron win those championships. See, so, that's a good topic. We 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 brought up a little bit about something. About uh, him, but... Yeah, I guess whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to Chris Bosh, Miami. Um, Conor McGregor. Oh Lord, this um, man was on Jimmy Fallon saying that he was planning his next fight. The next day, retired. And then the next day, allegations came out of him of domestic abuse. In Ireland. In Ireland. So, there you go, Conor McGregor. We won't give him too much glory. Mm -hmm. But um, shout out to all the retirees who deserve to retire and everybody who worked hard to get where they were. Yep. And um, that's sports, right? Yep. We're going to get... Look, we're going to keep it moving. This is going to be a lengthy interview. Like I said, we have Misfits Fitness, Jericho Carter in the building. On the line, I should say, coming on next on both sides with DJ Honey Podcast. A um, couple of other things I want to say real quick. It is Women's Month. Shout out to all the women who gave their time, starting from Madam CFO, Nicole Dorch, Bryn Bird, Brendacia Bird. Um, and lovely Miss. Miss uh, Melissa Sujan and Olivia, and Olivia. Lauren mm-hmm. um, last week. For the Lauren Publishing House, Lauren Simone Publishing House, excuse right. me. Um, just shout out to all of them. Shout out especially to Olivia Lauren, who was our youngest guest on the show. Our first young, young lady. Yeah. So shout out to all the women doing their thing. Y'all keep doing your thing. Women in Both sides is going to keep doing it. Shout out to you. Yeah, You're doing something too. You staying up, you know, doing your thing. I see you over there. Don't think it's ever not, you know, recognized. Don't wink your eye at me like, you know, I'm trying to do. Little sexy little wink. It's a little cute. I ain't gonna front. All right, y'all. <laughs> so when we get back, Jerker Carter, Misfit Fitness will come back and let you guys know more about her um, working out programs, basically her um, diets, everything she's followed to get where she, Remember you know, that. everything she's came from. That's right. This girl was 300 and some odd pounds and lost 100 almost damn near 50 pounds so you guys may want to sit back and listen to this anybody who's trying to get the body right for the gym anybody who's trying to get right for the summer anybody who just want to get right period for their self family whoever it is make sure you guys stay tuned because she definitely has a testimony and i believe everybody should listen definitely so um we'll be back with jerica carter this is both sides with dj and honey podcast we'll be back y'all Hey guys, I'm Andrea Rachel and I'm on both sides with DJ Honey. Check them out.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Both Sides Podcast with DJ and Honey. Hello. Now, as promised, we have our guest, mental, spiritual, and physical transformation owner, Jerrica Carter, is in the building. What's going on, Jerrica? Hey, hey, hey. What's going on? Nothing much over here. <laughs> Welcome to Both Sides Podcast. Thank, Thank you for joining for having- us on this evening. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's, um, it's a pleasure. Those of you guys don't know, Jerrica is right out of Virginia. Mm-hmm. She is Miss Fitness herself. Yes. Very, very um, aware of everything that goes in and out the body and how to take care of it. Um, Jerrica, please let us know what got you into starting um, Miss Fit- Fitness. It's a, it, here we go. So this to let you guys know, like, you know, I used to be 300 pounds. So I got the heaviest after my last child. She's getting ready to be six. And um, something just darned on me that, you know what? I got to get my body moving. You know, I'm not liking how I'm looking in these pictures or just in general. And um, my mother was also obese she was like 600 pounds at one time of her life she did have gastro bypass surgery to correct that but she didn't actually get to the root on why she was overweight because i always tell people when you are doing anything you have to get to the root where is the rotten root and start from there some people say well i'm gonna just turn over a new leaf some people say you know i'm gonna just start all over again i said sometimes you gotta pull up the whole tree and start all over and plant a new seed. But um, for me, I wanted to be around for my girls. So, and I had other health problems like diabetes. I was pre-diabetic. I had high blood pressure and I was severely depressed. And when I started to move my body, I started to feel good. I was like, I like this feeling. And I was also getting off stress from being a stay-at-home mom because at one time I had three children all under the age of five in diapers and wipes. So... You know, the gyms was not working for me because the children would cry. So that wasn't a go. Um, being outdoors and like, you know what I'm saying? Just being out in nature and connecting. And so I decided that, you know what? I want to give back to others the same feeling and information that I received on my journey. Um, this journey has turned more into a spiritual journey as well. It wasn't just me physically losing weight, but it was a spiritual transformation as well. And um, and and that's how I got on this path of wellness and health and, you know, teaching events and classes because I feel like, well, I don't feel, I know when you move the inner part of you, the outer part of you, the inner part of you can function properly. You know, you are supposed to move. Okay. So, during your journey, I just heard you say you do healing. So, I noticed that it states that you are mindful and holistic healing. Can you get a little bit more into that? Because most people, like myself, I'm like sort of like always somewhat, but not really. And the thing about it is like I hear like everybody always wants to go on a diet, eat right, do this. But then you get like individuals like yourself where you say spiritually, you have to start spiritually also. Can you... Ex- elaborate more now how does that work with with you going about through this whole journey so with this journey and with anything in life i tell 
anyone, the reason why you're not having what you want, the body that you desire, or the money that you want, whatever, is because of inner work. So when I mean about spiritual, you're spirit first. You're nothing but balls of energy. When you take a deeper close within us, you will see that we're not just blo- I mean, excuse me, blood and bones. You are atom, which is molecules, which is nothing but energy, spirit. So a lot of times, you know, with mindfulness, it, what I mean by that, everything that we do starts in our mind first, in our mind. So our thought patterns surrounding whatever it is that we're asking for. So if you say that you want to lose weight, but then you throw some negative resistance on your trail and say, well, I'm going to lose weight, but, um, you know, I don't feel like working out today or... I can't afford to lose weight because I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I don't have this or that. Finding excuses. And these excuses are thoughts, which thoughts produce emotion, which emotion is nothing but energy in motion. You're going to attract more of that because it's a strong feeling that you're having surrounding what you're saying. Then, so I'm going to lose weight kind of goes out the door because you didn't throw you didn't throw all this other stuff on your trail to block you from actually moving your body doing what's necessary for yourself to get in shape it starts in your mind first now tell anyone when you want to change your life you have to change the conversations you have surrounding your life mindfulness planting the seed but before you can plant the seed the seed that sustains life has to be destroyed So all of those negative thought patterns you have surrounding whatever it is that you're asking for or trying to do has to be removed because that's counter like, you know what I'm saying? That's that goes against what you're actually asking for. And so once you're able to get to that point, um, then the growth in the life can take place in your life. So you have to be very mindful of what you're saying. You have to be mindful of what you're thinking because all of your thoughts are basically creating the um, life that you see. And with me, when I told myself I had, you know, I know everybody um, knows about vision boards. If you don't, vision boards, you can get a poster board from the dollar store, the drug store, whatever. Um, all the major retail stores sell them, Walmart, Target, whatever. And you can get old magazines or clippings of pictures and clip out what you feel that you are kind of like gravitated to. For me, I started cutting out pictures of how I felt when I was 175 pounds or 170 pounds. And I had that over top of my bed and I would look at it every day. The more I looked at it, the more I worked out, the more I started feeling the good, the more I will attract um, my results into my life. And so that's what I mean by being, you know, working on your spirit and also being mindful because, you know, Hey, you have to be, you know, conscious of that, you know, with anything in life. Now, I know you said um, that your mom kind of dealt with similar issues and um, you're a mom yourself. And you said you had three kids under the age of five and you were dealing with these issues. Um, How does being a parent also add, you know, stress on, you know, trying to take care of yourself because you do want to be as healthy as possible to, you know, enjoy, you know, life with your children. Yes. I mean, it is 
a challenge. I will say that. And it, it requires balance. Um, but I know if I'm not doing what I need to do for myself, then how can I be um, the best mother I can be to my children? So as I state to my participants and my clients in my classes, I tell them that, you know, you cannot continue to pour from a cup that you're not refilling. So if I'm not refilling my cup, doing what's necessary for myself and my mental health and, you know, the work that I need to do for healing myself, um, then I'm not able to help my children or be there for them. My mother did suffer with depression um, and she, you know, started to um, drink because, um, you know, she had the surgery where they make your stomach the size of an egg. And she had this back in the early 90s. So this was like an upcoming surgery. They didn't really know too much about it. Um, but I will say when you have that type of drastic um cosmetic surgery it is important that you do some type of counseling some inner work to get to the problem you might can try to cause you know cosmetage or whatever the um the problem but but if you don't get to the root you know what i'm saying the whole truth the tree is gonna rot my mother died at 41 years old if that makes sense excuse me i was um slurging my words and was trying to think about the right words to say but uh, she died at 41 so you know we st- you know you lost the weight but you still didn't fix the problem. Right. And so then you're not around for your children. And now she's not around to see her grandchildren. So for me, wake up call. I didn't want to take a weight loss pill or shake. I mean, I'm not knocking nobody who, you know, want to take weight loss pills or shake. But if you don't do the inner work, then you're still not going to be no good to yourself or any of your family or loved ones. It starts with self-care and loving yourself. This is how you show love and appreciation. And also, too, you're breaking cycles. For me, this was like a cycle because energetically, um, we inherit cosmetic debts from our parents. So what, how they were feeling energetically when they were conceiving us and whatever was going on in our childhood that we were present of, it was, it's been passed down to us if we don't know how to heal and correct the damage. So with me... It was passed down to me, and while I was losing this weight on this journey, um, it was about me breaking cycles as well, overcoming the depression, learning how to manage it by exercising because I felt better after exercising and releasing that stress because that's what you're supposed to do. You sit around and move your body, you all balled up, walking around tense all day long that's why your neck and shoulder hurt your legs hurt because that's energy that's stored inside your joints that you're not releasing so for me when I was able to move my body and exercise then you know I I felt like a better mom because my children really they don't really stress me out as much I'm kind of more calmer um and then I I also involved them into what I'm doing I was gonna ask you that just now like how influence that your kids seeing mommy do all that hard work they're actually proud of me and tonight actually i was um rehearsing for an event that i have next week that's coming up and i was showing them some of the routines and they were actually dancing with me and they were smiling and laughing as we were dancing and doing the routines together and um so and then they come with me 
So they see me doing this, you know, and they're proud of me. And then sometimes when they're doing their own little imagination playing, they pretend like they're group fitness instructors or they work out um, instructors and they be leading their own class. So I'm happy that I'm able to put that imprint on them so they know that they can do whatever it is that they're passionate about, you know, and they know that I'm passionate about and they get to travel with me when I go to different classes. They're going to be on spring break next week. So um, they will be coming with me while I'm working. So you talk about classes. What classes do you offer or go about showing others? Um, Black, um, I offer gentle cardio classes for my older active adults. So those are my people are like um, older people, like 55 and up. Um, we do chair aerobics. I do chair um, Zumba, like Zumba Go, um, and like silver sneakers. Um, I also offer a dance hip hop class. I don't know if you guys ever heard. I, of I, saw, I saw that and I was gonna ask like, mix fit. Yeah, you know, like you really got everything all mixed in, and that's probably what really attracts everybody to Misfit Fitness. The fact that you got the hip hop, you got the, you know, the cardio and all that stuff involved. Whatever you need. You know, you got it to game, man. You got to be all man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so whatever the people need, I'm here for you. So I feel like one of the things that helped me to actually get active was dancing. You can get somebody to dance quicker than you can get them to drop and do some squats mm -hmm. or some push-ups. Mm -hmm. So let's incorporate some two-step in it or a little dance move, then drop some squats. You'll be like, oh, I right. felt good. Drop, I drop, drop down and get your eagle on, girl. Right, like you know, you're like, what? Let me put a put a hump in your back and shake your rump. So <laughs> it takes the, you know, what I'm saying the pressure of you actually performing some type of. We gonna we about to do some lunges, yes, but you dancing, you don't even think that you're doing lunges, or we ready to do the electric slide? You having fun? You're laughing? You're releasing those endorphins, and you're like, you know what? That was real fun. Basically, let me go. Let me go to a party and work out real quick. Go ahead. That's it. How do you use your story to influence, um, I guess, your clients and everyone who's in your classes? Because I've seen some pictures. I look at pictures and I'm just like, wow, like this is transformation one on one right here. Boom. That's you answer your own question. I show them the pictures. I tell them my story. Then their move. I say, you know, there's no obstacle. There's no boundaries. You can't come with me with the excuses because I've been there and done that. I'm here now, I'm showing you physically that this here has happened because of first, I planted the seed in my mind and then my emotions, my consistency was how I was watering that seed each and day. What, what are you doing each and every day to achieve what you're asking for, this new body? You know, people come to me, I pray to God for a new body. Well, what you think God is going to be like a genie and just drop the new body to you? <laughs> you got to do your work. You got to do the work. <laughs> what an old man said, you can't stare a ship that's not moving. There so you, you have to move your body. So when I show them the pictures, when I tell them my story, they're like, what? And they, that's motivation in itself. The case closed. You don't need nothing else because you see an actual physical person in front of you that has done it. That's, that's lost over 135 pounds naturally with no shake, no diet pills, no surgery, nothing. I did it slow. 
That's and it. I tell people it's called in the work. I said, bag lady. I said, most of the time people overweight because you're holding on to stuff from 1910. Let that go <laughs> so you can grow. It's weighing you down. You're diseased. A, bo- a disease stands for a body unease. So you have to bring the balance back into the body and release by moving your body because that's what you're supposed to do. Your body is a vehicle from God to take you, to carry you throughout your life purpose. But if you too focus on trying to correct illness, you can't stay on the journey on the purpose that God has for you, which is to create and to share your story. But we get so hung up on everything else that blocks us from the bigger picture. You see what I'm saying? So that's, that's where it's at. So that's how I use my story because I feel like, you know, our testimonies, our stories don't belong to us. They belong to other people. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, I, most of my clients, some of them are older, so they want to keep talking about Peter and Paul and Job and the Bible. I said, you don't have to keep talking about them. You got your own testimonies to talk about and share so we can encourage and uplift and move with each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. we're not talking about the same story we didn't heard a thousand times. We know about Job, but what about you? But if people be like, well, I don't want nobody to know about my story, then how you know your story might help somebody else move past what they're going through? Yes. Come on now. So, I saw some products on your your website. You you um, created these products. Yes, 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 yes. So I made a line of self care products because one, I was a, a mom with you know low money, so like <laughs> I had to find creative ways to pamper myself because you gotta feel good. It's all about a feeling. So once you start feeling good, then you're gonna track more things in your life that make you feel good so um i wanted to make products that actually help heal i don't know if you guys know about reiki um but i'm also a reiki healer and so i energetically charge my products with my energy for healing reiki we all have it it's like a part of us you know when you get hurt Naturally, you put your hand over wherever you're hurt at or whatever. Or when you see animals, they do the same thing. We have that same energy within us. Sometimes in life, it gets blocked or whatever. But other than that, the channels are open through me. So I'm able to heal myself and heal others. It's a universal healing. Um, And so I feel like when we um, are like feeling good, it's a part of also healing ourselves healing where we felt broken or whatever but um these products soaps and butters i make so you can feel good inside and out no matter what and of course i'm into sage we gotta get the negative energy away from us and not our aura so um i don't make the sage but i do carry sage and um crystals and so forth just for healing and just all about self-care and pampering and healing yourself and you know ascending that's what I like to um, offer also as another extension of myself. What startup regimens would you like give to anyone starting where you started from? What helped you the most as far as, you know, starting your diet in and taking care of your body spiritually and all that? Micro steps, micro steps. Take one day at a time, whatever it is that you're asking, have faith, know that it will come to you. 
Um, I did a video today when I was speaking about, um, you know, I use, I did not like water. Like you could not get me to drink. I was the same. Like I would not drink any water, but I will go to Walmart and get those dollar mini made juices and drink about four, five of them. Cause they were a dollar. So they was four for five. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yes, God. Yes. But it got to the point where I told myself, you know what, before you can have some juice, you need to drink at least three bottles of water. And so I started drinking three bottles of water. I still had my juice. And then I'm like, all right, well, I need to increase this. So then I started increasing to four and five, six, seven, eight bottles of water. And then it got to the point where I didn't want the juice anymore mm -hmm. because I know that the juice, I could just tell the difference. Like I was like, nothing could quench my thirst more than water. And I felt good when I was drinking water rather than drinking um, this artificial juice that's filled with sugar. So I would say whatever it is, just take small steps. A lot of times people come to me, they're trying to lose weight overnight. Nothing happens overnight. You didn't gain the weight overnight, so you're not going to lose it overnight. So you got to take small steps in correcting the healing. And start listening to, like, go on YouTube and start listening to some inspiration, motivational um, speakers. Like, Lisa Nichols was, like, a big... Um, you know what I'm saying? Part of my life, I got her book. I started doing like inner healing, journaling and so forth. Louis Hay, she's another one. Um, just listening to like a lot of different people on YouTube. You know, you have to surround yourself with like-minded. So you if, you, if you want to better your life, you need to surround yourself and listen to people who have done the work and that are open to tell you how to do the work, like myself. So you're able to to do what you need to do to heal yourself. Um, but it, it does require for you to get your hands dirty. Mm -hmm. I tell people there's no shortcuts to this. And people always say, you know, they want to go to heaven. I say, well, there's no escalator to heaven. It's all stairs, baby. No elevator is mm -hmm. all stairs. So when you want to do anything that's required to transform your body, you have to do the work. And it's going to require some inner healing and some self-reflecting mirror work. You hear me? Now, do you have your um, the kids reflect what diets you follow in the house? Because I know oh, yeah. I, I stepped I mean... away from, my bad, but I stepped away from having juice and soda in my house, too, because I, I work out as well. Probably nowhere near as much as you do, but... You probably I work don't. out more than me. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just more active because I'm teaching class. But um, yeah, I don't well, got none with, of that stuff. None of that. I I try to encourage water in my house from now. Like I'm yeah. not even trying to get that juice. We got mini main. We got, you know, Tropicana. None of that in the fridge. None of that. That's excellent. That is commendable. Um, yeah, I do. My daughter's one of them told my aunt. She said, I'm a vegetarian girl. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. But I send water with them to school, bottles of water. I give them water constantly. Um, do I still give them juice? The only type of juice they would get would be like apple juice. The same or, thing. Apple That's juice. like a treat. <laughs> yeah. And so like when they come home from school, it's mostly water because I know they haven't they haven't had enough water throughout the day. Yeah. So it's like water. And at dinner time, I may give them juice, but it's mostly water. 
I do incorporate some of my um, healthy eating or whatever you want to call my my nutrition upon them because they need to know. So I encourage more fruits and vegetables. My youngest daughter I have a hard time with because when she was born, I was transitioning into this regimen I was in. And then her father um, kind of condoned the um, sugary foods and the junk food. And so once she got a taste of that, it's been kind of a challenge to break them out, but I don't want to force my livelihood upon them. Cause you know, as children, you know, how are we conditioned? Our bad parents, they, mm-hmm. they force their belief systems upon us. I want them to find out what works for them. I don't want to, you know, tell them, oh, well, I'm not going to eat meat. You don't need to eat meat. But I do substitute a lot and, you know, do meatless meals or do more vegetables or pastas and stuff like that for them. But with them being so young, you want to make sure they're getting the, the most nutrients. So I still give them fish. Certain foods they still need to have because they're so young and their brains are still developing. So you want to just make sure whatever you're doing, including myself, you know, you're reading your labels and making sure that they get in the right nutrients so they can have strong bones and um, healthy brains. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So I don't be like, oh, you going on a diet. But I try to refrain from the sugar because I notice their behavior. When they get sugar in them, they act more aggressive. Oh, yes, definitely. You feel me? Yes, definitely. It's like they get an extra sugar rush for some odd reason. Like, they don't need any more. And it's just the worst to calm them back down. And people act like that on an everyday basis. Look how aggressive people be acting. When they half off that caffeine and that sugar, mm-hmm. they almost knock me down. And stuff. I'm like, okay, brother, make it out your way. But <laughs> people just be so aggressive because the food that we eat. Look at the animals and how they're being treated. You know what I'm saying? That energy is in the meat, is in the food. It's going to be passed down to you like fish. Even though I love fish, um, fish are aggressive in the water. Right. But do you see broccoli being aggressive? No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see a carrot walking up and be like, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to punch you. You don't see plant-based, you know, food being aggressive. More so than meat. I do implement, you know, healthy eating habits uh, with the children and you know, but, you know, I try to refrain from doing a lot of sugar and so forth because I just notice their behavior when they have a lot of sugar. They're kind of, they're more aggressive with each other. And I just be like, what in the world? So, you know, and I and I find that with just people in general too, when you work with adults, you know, they, you know, when they drink a lot of caffeine and coffee and stuff, they can be very aggressive. This is true. Now, personal interest did you have to let drinking go um i drinking um so i mean i really i was never a a drinker in the first place but um i do have alcohol beverage from time to time or whenever um i feel but it's not like um i have to drink to feel good or you know it's not like a must for me but um and that's that my hardest was, problem. That is my hardest problem. And it's not like drinking. I'm like an alcoholic. No, it's, I think it's my drink preference. Like, I'd rather a beer than hard alcohol more than anything. And I know beer or wine are the most sugary alcohols you could drink. But those are the things I'd rather, because I don't want to get, like, you know, twisted off a shot. Of, you know what I'm saying? 
But I yeah. know the contents of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would just say just do everything with moderation. It's nothing wrong with having know a beer but you gotta watch that beer because yeah. it's having one beer a day start or two beers every time you get off of work or something you started you know believe, add up believe it or not i already suffered from that <laughs> i went what was it two years ago my doctor said i had been drinking or binge drinking so much like a wall of sugar started to build around my liver <sighs> yeah they had to give me a first they gave me a endoscopy then they gave me a colonoscopy and then i took some stuff and eventually it started breaking off and but i i try i really really try to stay away from it i do well you definitely need to stay away from of all that because you know you're too young i know i know to be having all that going on all too much oscopies going on in you right <laughs> hello i mean yeah i mean so that's why I say you gotta like watch it. You know, it might seem, oh, this is, it's not gonna hurt nobody, but then eventually it does end up hurting you some way. So just um, do it slow. So I have a quick question because I noticed that you have stuff on your website for detox teas, crystal, and scrubs. A lot of people get into these detox teas. Are there any specific ones or from your own personal experience that you would? encourage people to try or you know is this something that you should do every day or a couple days out of the week well personally the teas that i make are made from herbs that i formulated myself by reading and researching on what herb will do for your body so like a lot of times we need to cleanse our liver especially if you smoke um especially if you smoke, um, you know, cannabis, marijuana, um, it produces um, like a gooey, like black tar substance um, around your lungs. Um, different foods and stuff get hung up in your colon. And, you know, people are walking around. If you only poop in one time a day, that's not enough. You don't eat one time a that's day. That's what I be trying to tell this one over here. Oh, talk to you honey child you're supposed to poop every at least three times after, a after day you now. eat exactly or everything, that go, everything that go in must come out so then you notice you start developing like this pudge around your stomach you like what am i doing wrong it's because you're full of shit and so and then <laughs> over time the shit gets hardened on your colon walls, it gets hardened like concrete, like rock. You know what I'm saying? Around you. So if you're not removing that stuff out of you, then you know what I mean? You just you filthy in the inside. You know what I mean? So you gotta cleanse yourself. The liver, your kidneys, your colon, all your major glands. So you have different herbs that you can um, formulate yourself or buy detox teas. You have to read what's in the detox teas. Some of these detox teas, they just going to make you pee, 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 urinate, urinate, urinate. Or they make you poop or whatever. That's fine, but I mean, you really have to make sure you're cleansing. Even if you do like, my teas, I when I first made them, they were a little harsh. 
they were strong but i kind of i have gentle a gentle formula now that you can drink almost every day it's like dandelion root that's in it dandelion root is good it's um to cleanse the liver i put buttock root in there buttock root is good for cleansing the blood because when you have poop and stuff sitting inside of you you're repoisoning yourself because the poop is sitting inside of you and it's seeping in your bloodstream i'm like twisting and turning in my like as you're telling me that so um and parasites from foods are you know what i mean from what we eat and stuff that stuff's sitting inside of you right so um you mentioned marijuana um just asking for a friend so there there is no basically good smoking then there's no marijuana's not good cigarettes not good smoking period or anything you're inhaling is no good it's really not we're not even supposed to honestly as i was researching this is some real and i was guilty of it being a smoker but you're not supposed to smoke it you're supposed to actually eat it or make tea out of your herbs you're not supposed to smoke it because the smoke is not good for the lungs you feel what i'm saying um it's not good for the lungs because it like i say it produced that tar around your lungs and if you get too much of it you're not removing that tar substance you know what I mean? You're just making yourself sick. Um, some people, they lose their voice and stuff and so many other ailments. If anything, you need to cook with it, eat it, and um, make healing bombs or something like that for yourself. But to smoke it, nah, I wouldn't smoke it. Cigarettes definitely are out of the question. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just, yeah, I had to ask that for my friend. Just being well, I'm glad you asked that for your friend. But I'm saying, like, you have to get to the point where you can just wean yourself off of anything that you're doing. You can't just do anything cold turkey. And when you do anything, know you're going to have some sad, some sad effects behind it because your body has been so used and conditioned for you basically doing this, whatever you've been doing for so long. But um, I quit, would... I've quit things cold turkey and lost sleep for, like, almost three weeks straight. Right. I mean, if you can do that, that's cool. But most people be like, bump this. I can't do this. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely something you got to wean off of. Um, right. And then the once you start, you know what I mean? And then once you start, like I went on a raw food um, diet. Um, and when I say I felt so light, my spirit was so light, I didn't even need eight hours of sleep. Because, you know, my body was getting the right amount of nutrients it needed to be able to thrive. That was the best feeling I felt. But when I went back to eating flesh, even if it's fish, chicken, I felt weighted down. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't feel as light. And then my body had a hard time breaking that, that, that food down. Wow. Cause you know what I'm saying, you know, when you eat plant-based, that's what your that's what your body is conditioned to eat, and you can break down the food like you're supposed to, and, the, and you know, your body's gonna go ahead and take the food, your pancreas, and make energy and give your body what it's needed, and you can go on about your your day. But me, it takes forever. Your body only breaks down one food at a time anyway. So if you eating chicken, macaroni, cheese, greens. Whatever you eat first, that's what it's gonna break down. So if it's like fried chicken and it's got oil in the chicken, it's gonna break it's gonna try to break down the oil first, then the skin, then the meat. You know what I'm saying? It takes a while. That's why I say you know you really gotta be conscious in what you're eating because it takes a while for that stuff to remove out your system. Right. 
So it's like no, and your body get backed up. So then after you, you know what I'm saying, it's trying to break down your last meal. Then here you go putting another meal on top of your body. Like, well, damn, I ain't even finished breaking down the first meal. God, I need a break. So you have, <laughs> you, I always say you need to detox at least once a month. A really good detox where you are, you know, drinking herbal teas, drinking water, take a raw food cleanse, give your body a break. And this is true. See how you feel. Right. Now, my other question is, as like, you always hear when people start a diet or they tell you when you want to eat something, you going through that whole physical transformation, eat six meals a day, small meals. Do you encourage that or do you have like a different regimen that people could actually follow through or start off with that would help them? It's always thinking like you have to eat six meals a day as opposed to like three meals commonly. Well, I do have a meal guide. But now you're gonna have to get the book. I'm actually oh yeah, hey. there you go. Plug, hey. plug. It's the book. The book is getting it's ready to book. drop. I'm so excited. I'm trying to wait. But give I'm, us some information on that a little bit. Little okay, something. so basically it's the alchemy on weight loss. Oh. Okay, so um, taking basically these lemons and making lemonade and open up the whole lemonade stand. So basically, I just talk about as I talked about earlier about you know planting your seed how to actually lose weight correctly and what you got to do. I have some journaling exercise. I break down energetically how things are passed down to us from childhood, from the womb. I talk about how self-care. So buying yourself something um, like a scrub, um, a crystal, sage, um, removing people out of your life that are no longer serving you and not being guilty behind it because loyalty has an expiration date. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> people just expire out of your life and, you know, they're holding you back from greatness, no matter how you look at it. You know, sometimes people stay in relationships is actually what's causing them to be overweight. So, you know, you have to release that. Um, I talk about, you know, how to eat according to your chakras. That's a whole nother topic for a whole different day, but... <laughs> The colors, spectrums, and eating more fruits and vegetables because I didn't count calories. I count colors. So how many fruits and vegetables I can add to my plate, you know what I'm saying, for this day? That gave me more motivation than counting calories. It got technical. I put some exercises in the book that will help with some toning and strength and stretching and so forth. So the book is going to be dope. Um, I even talk about, you know, my weight gain and, you know, some really close to the heart and home of some intimate situations that happened to me through my childhood, um, even with my parents and even my um, my last marriage. I talk about that and so forth. So the book is awesome. Um, I don't have a actual date when I'm going to drop it, but I just know it's going to be soon and I'm going to be taking pre-orders for it. I definitely encourage anyone to read it if you're definitely serious about transformation because I've done the work. And so I'm just here um, giving everyone the blueprint. You know what I'm saying? The path to take now, you know, what worked for me may not work for you, but is this a guide? That inspiration follow and give you some inspiration to yes. start your journey uh, because there's not too many people you see walking around that was kind of obese that naturally lost weight without having any type of service. I was going to ask you that like 
do you bump into people who saw you possibly at your your you know your max in your weight till now and they just like wow like what the hell happened what did yeah you do? all the what, time you know doctor did you see you know all of that stuff mm-hmm. so they, they automatically think that i had surgery they didn't like well, you don't have a lot of loose skin i'm like i still have stretch marks from having children naturally but like i said your skin is elastic that's why you have to get those butters from the website the creams and so forth because you need different types of fats and oils for your skin because when your school your skin is being stretched um at it you know expanding and then coming back together like you got to make sure it stays more moisturized but um then you have to make sure you know you can you know um scrub the dead cells and skin you know what i'm saying away from you so you know what i'm saying you can minimize the stretch marks and appearance so when they see me they like normally people who are, are big have like loose skin what did you do well it's important especially for women do not be afraid of weight training i weight trained as well i didn't just do cardio so when you weight train your muscle has memory so what happens is you're able to shrink the skin by replacing that loose skin with muscle right so um i always tell because some of my clients you know they are afraid i'm gonna get bulky there's no way in hell you're gonna get bulky like a man unless you're taking like tons and tons of supplements and um you're actually training like competition wise you're not going to get bulky but um that's what I would tell you, you know, some people, and then it is, and me personally, I carried my, a lot of my weight at the bottom part of my body. So I did, I wasn't really like to the max heavy. I mean, I could be, I'm going to just keep it 100. My breast suffered. Like, I don't know what, cause um, my breast was really, really big. You talking about some triple D's all <laughs> the way down to a C cup, you know? So, and I feel like, you know, then having children, they okay. But um, they did take a hit for the um for the nine, you know. I'm yeah, it's all good. I'm very, pretty sure it's all good. I mean, I'm gonna be real with you. Case somebody listening, they wanna, you know, I'm a, I'm not here to make it look like, oh yeah, just eat one cracker a day. Your body's yeah. gonna bounce back. So when you never had children or you were never overweight, your body over time, regardless if you have children or not, it's gonna change. So it's not gonna be as perfect, you know, as it was when you were in your. I'm prime, I guess, or whatever, but I was just before you had the babies, basically. Right. So I'm still have stretch marks. I still have it, you know, certain areas of my body I'm still working on training, but it's not impossible to correct. It's just all about your mindset, you know, and what you want for yourself and setting your attentions. And that second guess yourself, not putting doubt. Stop waiting for other people to join you on your journey. You need to start it because this is all about you. So you can be healthy in your mind, body, and spirit. So you can transform your life. And this is this is how you transform anything that's going on in your life. Pretty much. Not just weight loss. Now, I'm asking all my um, guests this recently. And I'm going to ask you this. How you use um, social media basically as your business tool for what you're doing for Misfit Fitness? By adding value to people's lives. If you're not adding value to people's life, then your your platform is not going to work for you. So by putting something on there, by uplifting you, by inspiring you, motivating you, may put a workout video up there to say, hey, you can try this. 
for another regimen of working out some mindful tips, what you think, what you speak, you know, speaking about, you know, just sharing tips that help me on my journey. That's going to help you because when you're adding value to people's life and substance, that is the way to utilize social media by adding that into people's lives. Thank you so much, Jerrica Carter. Before we get you up out of here, I want to give you a chance to let everybody know where to find you, your website, your Instagram page. Let them know where to find you at. You can find me on IG at Misfit Fitness. Um, just so I can um, spell it out for you guys. So I know it can be a little hard to find me, but it's Misfit. It's Amazon. Michael, S is in Sam, P is in Paul, H is in Harry, Y is in yellow, T is in Tom, S is in Sam, underscore, fitness, F-I-T-N-E-S-S. You'll see me there. Jerrica Carter is my name. Um, basically, Instagram is what I utilize the most. I do also have a store, but the link is in the profile there um i do have a youtube channel as well that i'm starting up trying to get get that popping off yes um, yes do it it's fun um yes i'm just i don't know i know this is probably you probably you know i'm just trying to get the hang of youtube and trying to find out how to edit certain stuff like my background and stuff but i mean it's gonna work but um look me up on youtube i'm just i'm the same name um Jerrica Carter, I'm on YouTube, so J-E-R-I-C-A, last name Carter. And just check out some of my videos. I have some videos when I first started. I always laugh of the growth and so amazed where I first started and where I'm at now. So um, check me out. So I just put a new video up there today about um, how I use the law of attraction to actually manifest my new body. Because your thoughts become things. But a lot of people don't tell you when you're trying to manifest stuff. Um, that if you second guess yourself, meaning that, oh, everything has two subjects. So if you be like, I want a million dollars. But then you don't believe that you can have a million dollars or you don't deserve you can have a million dollars. Then you're not going to have a million dollars. And then you have to get into the feeling, what does a million dollars feel like? So mm -hmm. what does it feel like for me to lose weight? And when I'm always doing my um, consultation with my clients, I always tell them, I say, give me a point in time where you felt the most healthiest or you felt the best of the best of your life. And they always like, I was like 15 years old. I said, do you remember how you feel? I said, that's what you got to think about when you're working out or when you're trying to do everything. It's all about how you feel. It ain't, you know, God not not listening to what you're saying is responding to how you feel with what you're saying so right. that check my youtube channel out my instagram page um the links are in the profile on how to get to my online store for shea butters and scrubs and all that good stuff and goodies that can help you live the best life that you can live i'm definitely gonna have your um Instagram page tagged on the episode. So yeah, anybody, that. so that's anybody, my biggest platform that I use is my Instagram. My Facebook, that's kind of like personal. I don't want you on there. Um. <laughs> don't worry. No, I'm going to leave everybody to your Instagram page. And if anytime you ever need any information on the YouTube editing, anything like that, you can always hit me up. Um, um, what can I hit you up? Because I definitely have some questions about that. Um, to um, try to get that started. Because how do you do like, I see you guys are doing your thing. And I'm, you know, 
that's what's up. This is beautiful that thank you guys you so are much. together. I think that as couples, you must have something that you guys do together. Right. I think a lot of times we feel like we got to have separate lives. No, if you only have one thing that you're doing together that's positive and added value to your life, then that's going to bless your relationship to grow on so many levels. So shout and out to you guys for doing this and bringing topics to the surface. You know what I'm saying? You. Surface. Thank you. you know we mean? having fun. And see, when you have having fun together, more of that is going, you're going to be attracted to it into your likeness. What? See, Thank you got you. it. Appreciate it. That's I where mean, it's at. So, okay, so I need to talk to you. Um, So maybe I'll call you a text. Yeah, you. definitely. You can hit me up anytime. Text or question. No, you could call me because it'd be better to call me and walk you through those. So when you want me to like call that. you because we need um, to set up one. Definitely anytime after the podcast. Like um the weekends is best for me because that's when I'm in editing mode. Like okay, so Friday. I'm checking you out Saturday. What's a good time for you Saturday? Look, look I'll at be, me. I'll, I'll be look. I'll be in the house still working Saturdays. Believe it or not, yeah. interviewing okay. and stuff like that. So I'm always always working on the pod. Or we're always working on the podcast. Basically Wednesday to Sunday. All of that well, is this one day of recording. Everything else is just editing. Okay, so Saturday I. One or two o'clock. That's too early for you, or what? Nah, that's perfect. And look, that when works. You, when you, and when you about to drop your book, you need to come give us the both sides exclusive. All right? Oh, we yeah, were, we yeah, walked yeah, out because right we didn't yes. know that you was dropping the book. So that was like, oh, we ain't yeah, even we write no question. So yeah, we need that exclusive when the book is dropped. I want you guys to have the exclusive, and I want you guys to get the book and read it because I'm of course you. It's of course, and this is basically how the circle works. You know, it's a, it's a, it's us. Black people, I, I, I hate and I love to say it to whoever's listening, but it's us black people. We holding each other down, holding each other accountable, supporting each other in anything that we're doing. And that's really why we started this podcast, because we felt like not a lot of people have a voice and not a lot of people want to project that voice. So we help in any way we can, as, as well as doing our own thing, of course. Well, that's how you keep the channels of being abundance open. That's the missing link. Like preachers don't preach about and churches don't church. They come with some sow a seed, sow a seed, sow a seed. But you can sow seeds different ways. And this is how you keep your channel. So you help me, I help you. And we right. all are prosperous because there's enough out here for everybody to see. Exactly. You know what I mean? So we've been especially now. Right. It's enough, but see, we've been taught that you have to be crabs in the barrel. You know what right. I'm saying? But that's over with. You know what I'm saying? We extended. We not about that. It's enough out here for you and what's meant for exactly. you to be for you. And I'm going to help you get what you need to get because guess what? This is why I'm here. This is what I came for. If I ain't come here to hold all this knowledge to myself, what good is that? Yes. What good is that for me not to help you? Because guess what? Somebody going to help me and then we all going to build. Then we're going to have, we, then we got a whole empire state of mind. But see, you got to understand that concept. So I'm proud of you. And honey, so you guys keep it going. I can see great things in the future. A wellness, a retreat. Who knows in Cuba? It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Living our best life. As soon as we get in the off season, we're going to plan some off season stuff and just 
collect some content and just enjoy That's life right. like we've been doing. That's right. how we start. Because the next topic y'all should talk about and have me on the show about when we talk about this marriage thing, then oh. talk about if you oh. think that you should have more than one wife or husband. Oh. Okay. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Oh, can tuned. we bring that to the surface? Because I just feel like Please that needs tuned. to be brought to the table. Because I feel like that's also um, something that, as Black people, that we are kind of stuck. The reason why we can't go too far because we got this marriage thing kind of backwards. You know what I mean? So yeah. let's let's bring it back. So I'm gonna stay tuned. I'm gonna let y'all go because I'm about to hop in the shower and do my thing for the rest of the night. All yeah. right. Uh, Miss Fitness, Miss Fit Fitness, herself, Jerrica Carter. Thank you again. Thanks for coming on. This is Both Sides with DJ and Honey Podcast. We'll be back, y'all. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to both sides of the DJ Honey Podcast. Yes, we are back. We had a great interview. Very, very great interview from Jerrica. Um, thank you and shout out to her That's right. for all the gems she dropped, all the weight loss tips, the body, mind, spiritual, all of that stuff. Um, it's like a combo pack. Yes. Um, mental, spiritual. And physical transformation. Look, right. I, ain't, I ain't on the transportation. Transformation. Little inside joke we had off air. Um, but you guys, make sure you check out her page. Um, I'm going to link it to this podcast episode because I know it's an underscore somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's Miss... M-S-P-H-Y-T-S underscore fitness. fitness. Okay, Miss Fit. Miss Fit. P-H. Miss Fit. P. H Y T S underscore fitness. There y'all go. That will be linked definitely on the podcast. Yes. And if you guys just check out our Instagram period, we always, always show love to all our guests for numerous amounts of days. So you guys make sure you check them That's out. Show right. them some love. Go follow them. Check out their page. It might be an episode that you may need. It may be an episode somebody else may need. So you guys can pass on That's the right. info. What's going on this weekend, baby? What is going on this weekend? Oh, are we gonna maybe see? We're gonna go try to see us. Us. Me and baby. Me and baby. Me and babe. We don't run to the movie theaters. Is not why. Why we don't go run to the movie theaters? Because it's not all that. And we like the comfort. I'm not gonna lie. I do like the comfort. Yeah, being comfortable um, in the movie theater is important to me. Yeah. Definitely that. So I guess yeah, you wanna be able to pick your seats and sit where you are. Do you prefer that? Do you like doing that? Yeah, I'd rather wait. I'd rather wait. Really? And pick my seats and be in a more quieter setting in a movie theater. So um, do you prefer the seats to be tilted or you don't mind it upright? Tilted, I'm going to bed. Oh. Um, and you know that. Upright, I'm going to stay up and pay attention, especially with that 3D stuff flying at me. I used to never be a 3D movie guy, so I just started doing that. I think once I started learning the trick of putting them over my glasses. Yeah, because I was blind as a bat. I was like, yes. oh my gosh, what in the world? My thing about 3D... Us I, isn't in 3D, right? No. no it was and if they did, I would love to... That would be awesome. They tried the scary movie thing on 3D before, though. I don't think it's enough. I think with ants in certain bugs and, and animals, it looks better because it's more like if a, if a spider was coming out 3D, I would definitely like duck or try to run. 
from it and leave money. Yeah. But as far as like people, like what movie did we see in that 3D? It wasn't bad on Charles, was Captain Marvel. Did we see that? 3D? Yeah, that was in 3D. It wasn't bad, but I think more or less because all the action. He didn't stuff, couldn't take it. He didn't like the things coming at yeah, him. Yeah, he took his glasses. So he's like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how he saw it like that. He I mean, you can like see a little it. Gary Coleman with the oh glasses God, on so or funny. something like that. He's, he's so just, funny. Yeah. You said Gary. Oh my gosh. We had a um, well, of course, a challenging week. Me and him, of course, still. But parenting is um always a constant job. It never stops. But we're working on some things. He's getting better. Some days he's not. But you know. Just keep Still on. pushing on my son. My right. son is smart. I don't know. It's just like every year in school, he hits one rough patch. But you know what they say sometimes? Even with geniuses, they don't have social skills. Yeah. Whereas in with a smart kid or adult, it's vice versa. Sometimes you trying to say you... okay, no social skills? No, 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 no. I'm just saying like it's, sometimes it could be extreme like from one end to the other spectrum. So like say, like say okay, prime example, in school my sister used to talk a lot. She was a smart girl, but she talked a lot. She couldn't handle. You didn't talk a lot in school. No, I didn't. That's the weirdest thing. I swear, I was not a talker in school. I found I quote unquote found my voice when I got to college. I was not a speaker. I was more like mm. one of those silent killers. Oh yeah, Mm-mm. I, I didn't. I, I I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see your parents tell me you was a talker. I don't know. When so. I was younger, no. I had more of my make-believe friends and stuff like that's a little TMI, but yeah, my sister, my sister was so bad. They, the teachers told mom she should be either psychiatrist or most motivation speaker. That's how much speaker spoke. What did I say her name? Imaginary friends. Now you guys know why. Uh, I'm sure everybody had one. You had one. I know you did. Imaginary friend. You had friends. You said. You said like like you had a crew. Yeah, it was like Rahani and the crew. Whatever. Whatever. Let's get us a... Uh, you going to take us out of here? Yeah. Um. Just one thing I want to say, as always. Miss Jerrica Carter, and she told us a lot of things, especially when it comes to, like, people losing weight. And one of the things that people should, should always remind themselves, it does become from internal and outward. And mm-hmm. that's for everyday life. And the negativity also, she mentioned people surround themselves against negativity. If people around you are negative, have negative energy, you're going to promote it yourself and you're going to do it outright. That's right. So mentally, physically, we all got to get together, come full circle. Let's do it. And 2019 is still early for everybody to get what they need to do. Let's do it. It ain't about just looking right for the beach. You know what I'm saying? Let's look good for that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is Both Sides with DJ. And Honey. Podcast. Stay blessed. Next week, y'all. Hey, you guys, we would like to give thanks to the various artists who contribute to all our episodes.